Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi friends, welcome to this month's Vedic Full Moon Wisdom episode. February's full moon takes place on Saturday, February 24th. The sun at this time is in the nakshatra Shadabisha, and the moon is in the nakshatra Maga. Maga is known as the Mighty One or the Great One. This is because the star of Maga is Regulus. Regulus is known as a mighty and great star. It's supposedly a hundred times brighter than our sun. Regulus is also called Alpha Leonis, and you can spot this very bright star in the constellation Leo near the heart of the lion. Regulus is also called the little king star in the heart of the lion. Such a beautiful and grand name, the little king star in the heart of the lion. And just as a reminder, I am doing Vedic astrology, so I think this month's new moon for Western astrology is in the sign of Virgo. But for Vedic astrology, it's in the sign of Leo. This mighty nakshatra maga has connections to lineage, genealogy, and heritage. Here we see the importance of or the emphasis on bloodlines of royalty. It also celebrates familial ties and family traditions, acknowledging those who have come before us and paved the way forward for us. It's a beautiful nakshatra that encourages us to take a look at our past, honor our past in appreciation so that we can move into the future with the richness of knowing who we are, where we came from, and the duty and responsibility we have to honor and preserve And also share with generations to come all these blessings that we have been given through our ancestors and for those who have come before us. So we are the beneficiaries of all the hard work, of all the things that they had to go through in order order for us to live the lives we do. And... They also play a part in what we create in the present moment for our future generations. Now, not everyone has positive relationships with their families, but we can also apply this reverence for lineage through our chosen family. We can create non-biological connections and heritages and traditions as well. Here we can also acknowledge and celebrate our sacred or spiritual heritage and ancestry. And this could look like 
our soul families or our star families. So on the spiritual side, we can also see the honoring of spiritual lineages and the reverence for spiritual traditions. Many healing traditions have practitioner lineages or master lineages where the techniques and teachings and trainings are passed down to initiates from masters of the craft. Now these devotees are so important because they carry the sacred knowledge with care and pride and respect so that their spiritual lineages are preserved for future generations. So when these devotees and practitioners initiate others, they carry the line or the teachings through to the future. Things that come to mind here are various healing modalities with distinct lineages, such as Reiki, Hawaiian healing traditions or art, or other native healing traditions and arts, as well as Vedic astrology lineages. Many people can trace their lineage through who they learned their type of Vedic astrology from. Another thing Another thing that comes to mind is martial arts. They also have distinct and strong lineages. So with Maga, we see the importance of carrying on traditions, ceremonies, rites of passages, and sacred knowledge with the understanding and appreciation and reverence of who and where it all came from. This nakshatra symbol is a throne or a palanquin. A palanquin is a type of chair or seat used for transporting royalty and the wealthy. I'm sure you've seen it before. Of course, we don't see many of those around anymore because, you know, we have cars. But I'm sure you've seen it before. It has poles or posts that run along the bottom of the seat where someone can hold while they carry the person sitting on the chair. It's also fitting that it's a type of transportation for transporting a person from one place to another because one of the themes of this nakshatra is the transportation of the soul to the afterlife. So instead of transporting a human body, we can also see the transportation of the soul departing from the human body to its next destination. So Maga assists individuals with the power to leave the body. Some spiritual practices, such as astral travel or things similar to astral travel, have connections and traditions to cultural and spiritual lineages, such as India and Native American traditions, shaman and sacred medicine practitioners, and enlightened ones sometimes use a similar form of spirit leaving the body, such as astral travel, for healing and spiritual growth. So the deities of this lunar mansion are the Petri, so the fathers of humanity. They are the guardian light beings or guardian angels that provide protection during times of trouble, challenge, or disaster on earth. I like to imagine them as the original or as ancient superheroes, keeping humanity safe. 
Now this wonderful nakshatra magha blesses us all with protection, personal power, and prosperity. It's a mighty and great nakshatra that bestows so many blessings upon us that not only benefit the individual but also all of humanity because when we work on ourselves and heal ourselves there's a ripple effect that happens that also creates waves that find their way to other people and to the collective as well. When looking at the chart of this full moon, the degree of the sun and the moon jumps out at me right away. They are at 11 degrees and 11 minutes. 11, 11. The number 11 in numerology represents an initiation or entering a gateway. I also like to say that it represents a clear and straight path forward, kind of like an airplane runway ready for takeoff. The number 11 can also mean double one so double originality double leadership double independence double trailblazing the number 11 is also a visual representation of the halls or gates the initiate enters into the mystery school i think of or i imagine the pillars of a hall of learning where the student is initiated into the school because they have demonstrated a certain kind of level of skill, interest, and ability, as well as means. It reminds me of the image of the front of the Great Library of Alexandria with its tall pillars and sculpted columns, as well as the ancient halls of learning in Greece. Very similar architecture. I also make the connection in my mind that libraries look a lot like sacred temples. The sacred spaces of learning and worshiping the divine seem to have the same kind of reverential intention and energy about their spaces. There's a kind of an intentionality that is evident in the way the building is laid out or the way the floor plan or the blueprint was created. It's very obvious that it is a sacred, meaningful, and very special place. So going back 1111, many people say that when you see the number repeated 1111, it's considered lucky and that the universe is saying to keep moving forward. I've also heard that when you see 1111, you should make a wish I, I like to think it's the universe, God, source, our angels, guides, even ancestors, since we're in, talking about manka. It's their way of getting our attention, sending the message to be present and to pay attention to what's going on, to what we're doing, because it's a time to learn something or that something important or special is on its way. Or I even think that the way forward is becoming clear or being cleared for you. So prepare and be ready and be present. On a recent trip to Spain, the number 11 followed me or should I say paved the way for me. I didn't realize it at the time, but I'm so grateful for the support and the messages from my spirit team, God, the universe, that all is well. I did learn a lot on that trip and I'm so, 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 so 
grateful for all the magical support I received from the unseen as well as all the messages from spirit that I received. I felt so connected and at peace. It was such a beautiful trip and Spain has a very special place in my heart. I'd go back in a heartbeat, even though, oh my goodness, it is literally literally halfway around the world and it takes two days for me to get there. It is still well worth the trip. So if we tie in what we know about the Nakshatra Manga, we can also see so many overlapping and supporting themes between the Nakshatra and the numerology. And it's just, I love when that happens. Okay, so one other important thing I'd like to mention is that the Sun, Saturn, and Mercury are all in the same nakshatra. Not only the same house, but the very same nakshatra, Shadabisha. Saturn rules or is the overseer or feels very comfortable and shines very brightly in this lunar mansion. The lunar mansion that is known as the Sky Watcher and the Hundred Healers. This is what Shadabisha is known for. It is a very metaphysical and cosmic asterism with a very big theme of healing. Many people in the healing professions and disciplines are acknowledged and celebrated here. That means, of course, many of you, lightworkers, holistic coaches, and healers of various kinds, forms, shapes, sizes, and modalities. This is your nakshatra. This is a beautiful and honorable nakshatra, Shadabisha. I feel like this nakshatra sparks wonder and imagination. Looking at the sky, right? The sky watcher. Wondering what's beyond this earthly life. As a hypnosis practitioner and Vedic astrologer, I feel like this lunar mansion supports me in so many magical ways. I'm a very big fan of this lunar mansion, even though I don't have any planets, luminaries, or important positions in Shadabisha. But it does have a special place in my heart. I really love this lunar mansion. So in addition to the sun casting its bright and beautiful rays upon the moon in Magha Nakshatra from the opposite side of the zodiac, we have the ruler of Shadabisha itself, Saturn, adding power and support, as well as a planet of the mind communication and travel mercury with mercury and shadabisha it reminds me how communication and active listening which is also a form of communication can really be healing especially with relationships oftentimes healing relationships can seem like a miracle so these three are also located in the house of communication and early childhood learning. So fitting, right? Then in the second house, the planets Mars and Venus are together, reminding us to do away with the old constructs of money creation and adopt a more balanced way to create abundance and prosperity and wealth by engaging with the masculine and the feminine energies balancing being with doing or action taking blending beauty with drive 
Now at this time, Jupiter, the planet of expansion and joy, is in the house of creations and manifestations as well as fun and pleasures. So creating must be fun and pleasurable. It's a beautiful time to expand into creating our creations and our manifestations in a joyful and fun way. Such good news for us all. What an auspicious configuration for healing and honoring the things, people, and places that bless and support us in living our life's purpose, as well as creating a life of richness full of opportunities in a joyful and pleasurable way. Okay, so what can we do at this time with the support of Maga and Shadabisha? So I think it's a great time to reflect on how fortunate we are to be supported by the unseen, specifically our ancestors, guides, and light beings that are always supporting us and who often go unacknowledged or underappreciated in our lives. We are busy humans creating our lives on earth, but I think under this full moon, we should pause and think about how much those that have come before us, as well as those that faithfully support us in spirit, have done and will continue to do for us without fail. Another thing we can do during this full moon is we can really ask ourselves and ponder the answers to the, these questions. How can we share what we have been blessed with with others? How do we want to impart our wisdom and knowledge to others? So what is your legacy? What would you like it to look like, feel like, sound like, etc.? How would you carry on and perpetuate the familial traditions or sacred lineages in your life? Okay, and number three. I suggest we think about what do we need to heal at this time to shine even more brightly, to be more Maka and the double one of the number 11, to step into leadership and the spotlight, to speak your truth, to embody and express the heart of the lion in your business and in your life. Some of us are uncomfortable with speaking up or being seen. I get it. Believe me, I get it. But... Here's the thing. The world really needs you, your skills, your knowledge, your magic. We need to hear what you have to say, what's on your mind and on your heart. We need to see you shine like Regulus, a hundred times brighter than the sun. Because when you do, you inspire others to do the same. I so firmly believe this. It is all an act of service, not hubris or false pride. So I'm here reminding you that you are the powerful Petries, the guardians, for those you are meant to help. So during this full moon, think of what makes you uncomfortable, yet you feel drawn to, and do that thing. Or at the very least, start to take the steps now to do it. What or who do you think can support you? What is the game plan to create it? So it's really time to get out there, to step into the spotlight, to step up to the microphone or the megaphone. So before we go, let's pick a card to see if there are any other messages for us doing this mighty and great full moon in Magha. Okay, 
card I drew is Dance with Life. Oh my goodness, I wish you could see this card. There are two ladies dancing with beautiful flowing dresses. Their arms are above their head and they look so elegant and graceful. These two ladies are dancing in front of an ornate gilded entryway. Kind of looks like a palace, very magha. There is an arched doorway with very large pillars on both sides, which is, of course, the 11. Then, to top it off, in the background, there is a full moon. It's a very beautiful card. Okay, so I'll read a little of the description for you. Dance with life. Do something to change your energy. Life is always moving. If you resist this ever-changing flow, your energy will become stagnant and you will fall out of flow with the universe. The universe has a mysterious intelligent force, a natural rhythmic beat which governs all of life. One of the best ways to shift your energy frequency and vibration is to put on some music and dance along with it. When we dance unrestrained, our spirit takes over. And with each new bop, sway, and kick, we are rocked back into harmony with the rest of our life. Get unstuck by doing something that shifts your vibration. Put on some music, dance, unrestrained, and fall into the frequency of life. In doing so, your body will begin to learn how to be moved by your intuition. If dancing isn't your thing, then simply do something that you would not usually do to shift the energy. You cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it, and you cannot attract a different experience without changing your energy first. It's time to shift things up and to find a way to dance along with the beat of life. So do something to change your energy. Maybe that's a really good suggestion of how to do the things that make us uncomfortable, right? Stepping into the spotlight, speaking and being heard. So if those are difficult things for you, then maybe this is a wonderful suggestion and helpful suggestion is to dance with life. Do something to change your energy. And do something that shifts your energy. All right, my friends. Time to do something to change your energy and change your life. That could be a really nice mantra. I change my energy to change my life. I change my energy to change my life. I change my energy to change my life. Yeah, that's that sounds like a good one. Yeah, I think I like it. Anyways, I hope you have an amazing full moon, my friend. May be filled with lots of love. The love of those that have come before you and those who you pave the way for. And of course, and most importantly, yourself. Happy full moon in Manka, my beautiful and bright friend. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends.
keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic. <laughs>